Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. How are you doing today? Hope you're having a great week and welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. Today, I'm going to be giving you a little lesson in personalities. So, sometimes on the podcast, more recently, I have been giving you some random topics. So, I've done topics on seasons and, you know, vegetarian and veganism and different random topics like this. Today, I'm going to be talking about personalities, talking a little bit about that and some useful phrases and words that you can use in this topic too. I think it's going to be very useful, so hope you enjoy this in a second. Before we get to that, I want to talk about my Level Up English membership. So this is something I've been working on every day, very hard on this. If you go to my website, levelupenglish.school, click on the members button, you can become a member there and you can access many different things. So the two big ones I'll talk about today are the private podcast, where I make episodes privately for members. So once you join, you can sign up, you get a private podcast link, and then you can use this link to download the podcast in your normal podcast player. So you can listen on your phone like normal, but no one else will have access to this podcast besides members. So I've got that coming up. I'm doing an episode soon about Christmas and goals for the new year, that kind of stuff. Um, Maybe I'll talk about my plans for Christmas if anyone wants to hear that too. And also on the membership site, you can access the transcripts. I put so many hours work into this every every month and this is where you can read the transcripts as I'm talking basically. So there are PDF transcripts for each episode. I'm slowly updating them too. So all new episodes will have live transcripts, which means as I'm talking, it will highlight the words that I'm saying at the same time. So hopefully that's useful for you. You can literally see the word I'm saying highlighted live. So I think that's going to be helpful for many people wanting to improve their listening and reading. And one more thing, which I'm really excited about, in the new year, I'm starting a new project. It's totally separate from my teaching and my podcast. It's a whole new thing, working with other teachers. Essentially, we're going to be doing group lessons. Now, I haven't mentioned this before. This is the first time I'm mentioning it, so you guys are hearing it first. But there's going to be group lessons in different languages. And we're going to be doing some testing this month. So if you would like to become a tester, please get in touch with me. The benefits for you is you get to take part in a lesson probably an English lesson, but also if you're learning Chinese, let me know because there'll be Chinese lessons as well. Um, The first testers will probably get a free lesson. So you will have a lesson for free and in exchange, we ask maybe for some feedback and and that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a mutual uh, beneficial agreement. So if you want a free lesson, let me know. 
if you're a little bit later, you don't get in touch right away, we might be able to offer like a really discounted class, like you know, 90% discount. We haven't decided yet, to be honest, but probably a discounted class for the first new students. So if you're interested in that, you want to help us out and have a lesson at the same time, then get in touch with me. You can email me info at ewmichael.com. And yeah, I'd love to invite you to our new plan, but that's all I'll say for now because it is top secret. <laughs> but okay, the topic today, as I said, is personalities. So personalities are a way to describe what makes people different, right? And I want to talk a little bit about that today. And a lot of this is kind of based on one of my lesson plans that I often do, you know, in my group lessons, for example. And I want to start with this idea that the way you dress is an expression of your personality. So I want to ask you, do you agree with this? Do you think your clothes tell you who you are? Do they tell people who you are? I once saw a, uh, I guess, it, like a clip from a TV show. I think it was Darren Brown, who's like a, I don't really know what to call him. He's kind of like a magician, but a bit more serious. I don't really know much about him. But anyway, he was doing this thing where he was guessing people's jobs based on their clothes. Random people on the street. And he was really good. He was getting everyone right. And I always wondered... You know, would people guess my job based on my clothes? Maybe you guys can think the same. Do you think people could guess your job based on your clothes? Maybe you could even ask some people. That would be interesting. I think if this statement is true, I wear lots of grey and black. I don't really wear many bright colours. So I wonder if people think, oh, maybe he's really boring. He's really grumpy all the time. He never wears any, any colours. I wonder if people think that about me. Um, maybe my, I would like to think my clothes kind of say that I'm simple, right? I don't like things to be complicated. That, that's the truth behind it, but who knows if that comes across. <laughs> so another challenge I want to give you guys is to describe your personality in three words. Three words. Uh, number three, if you can't understand my pronunciation. So I'd be more than happy to read your answers. So if you like, leave a comment on the show notes page, which will be uh, levelupenglish.school slash podcast 139, 139. And leave a comment. What would you say in three adjectives? How would you describe yourself? For me, let's say simple, right? Simple is one of them. It's a simple word, of course. I think I'm a simple person. I'm not very complicated. I like to keep things simple. I like to kiss, right? This acronym KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. I love that kind of idea, keeping everything simple. I would love to think that I am laid back as well. I'm not sure if people who know me would agree, but I want to be laid back. So laid back is a compound adjective and it just means someone who's relaxed, they're not too stressed about things, they're very easygoing as another compound adjective. Easygoing, laid back, they're not worried about things. That's what I would like to be anyway. 
So simple, laid back. And the last one, I would like to think I am optimistic, right? Even when something bad happens, I feel like I naturally try to find the good thing in it. Some people think that's not good to be too optimistic. You should be more realistic. But I, I like I like to see the good in people. I like to see the good in every situation. For me, that's a healthy way to look at life. But yeah, many people disagree. But simple, laid back, optimistic, right? I'm trying to be positive here. I could say some negative words, but same for you. If you do answer this question, try to be positive. Okay, so one phrase we could look at today is to get on with, to get on with someone. We could also say to get on adverb, like to get on well, to get on badly with someone. But if you get on with someone, that means you have a good relationship with someone. So yeah, another question for you guys, what types of people do you get on well with? For me, there's a warning, there's going to be lots of adjectives in this episode. But for me, I get on well with open-minded people. So they don't have to be like-minded. Like-minded means similar opinions. Many of my friends have different political beliefs, different religious beliefs. That doesn't matter to me. It's just they're open-minded. So even if my friend says, I don't believe in the same, you know, religion as you, Michael, that's fine as long as they say, but I'm interested. So tell me about your religion, right? If they say that, I think that's very interesting. I think it's it's nice because you can have an open conversation and you can learn about different things. This is another thing that I try to encourage in my group classes, you know, like when we have a group class, we often have people from all over the world and we've got people from Asia and Africa and uh, South America and Europe and a lot of these people have different religions or no religions and political beliefs and what is really heartwarming to me is that people have a conversation about this stuff and it's pure interest in curiosity no one is judgmental so I really really like all of my group students for that reason and that's also what I look for in a friend as well. So open-minded people. Yeah. Another, well, the opposite question is what kinds of people do you not get unwell with? And another word, by the way, we can use for this is the word trait. T-R-A-I-T, trait. Trait is just like a characteristic, a part of someone's personality. So yeah, open-mindedness is an example of a good trait, I would say. But what kinds of traits do I dislike? What kinds of traits do you dislike? Hmm. Obviously, closed-mindedness is one that I dislike. It's very hard to be friends with those people, right? And I would say people who have a lack of awareness. I don't know if there's like one word for this, but lack of awareness. I think this might be a very cultural thing as well in the UK is really important to be aware of your surroundings generally I think. So an example of this is not playing loud music on the bus right or not standing in the middle of the road 
uh, on your phone and blocking people from getting around you. Uh, all this kind of stuff, you know, not putting your feet up on the seat on the train so no one else can sit down. I think all of these things are examples of having a lack of awareness and a lack of respect for people around you. If I were to put my feet on a seat on the train, I would feel quite guilty, right? Like someone might want to sit there and I'm taking up two seats because I'm being selfish. So I really respect people who have some kind of awareness for others and respect for their fellow man, you know, fellow man and woman, right? I, I think that's a good trait to have. So people who have no awareness of their surroundings, you know, sometimes they can't help it. It's difficult for some people, but some people I think are just a little bit selfish. So that selfishness is a bad trait in my opinion too. Um, so there's my answer. I cannot hear your answer, so you have to let me know in a comment, right? And then another follow-up question could be a trait that you would like to develop in yourself. So I imagine I'll be kind of returning to this topic at New Year. I, lo I love this question of what would I like to develop in myself for the New Year? Where could I improve as a person, right? So what trait would I like to develop? I haven't planned an answer to this. So I'm thinking on the spot. I'm thinking without preparation. The one that I'm working on at the moment, I think, is listening skills, right? I want to develop my trait of listening, my skill of listening. I think it's such a nice, refreshing thing when someone can be open and listening to you 100%. And it's really rare these days, isn't it? Do you guys know anyone who you would say is a good listener? It's a really rare trait to have, but I think it's so important and it's so nice to see. So I really want to be the kind of person who can just openly listen, no judgment, uh, no not feeling the need to interrupt and comment and just be open because I think people really like that. It's, it's a nice thing and it helps relationships develop more easily, doesn't it? But the problem I have, which I guess will be fixed with practice, is if I listen 100% uh, with, you know, really intently listening, when they finish speaking, I don't have anything to say because, you know, because I was listening so hard, I didn't have any time to think about a reply. So, I don't know what you should do in that situation, right? Like, should you think about your reply while you're listening? Or is it better to listen and not worry about your reply? It's, it's difficult to know what to do, isn't it? I, I don't know if you've ever had this uh, uh, issue in your mind as well, but that's a tricky one for sure. Um, maybe we can look at two more phrases now. And this is when you meet people. I think there's two ways to make a connection with someone. There's two ways in which you can make a connection. The first way is to hit it off. To hit it off. This is a three-part phrasal verb, I would say. And it means to make an instant connection with someone. For example, you meet someone at a party and after just two minutes, you already feel like best friends or you know we are going to be really good friends. Have you had that feeling before? 
I have, and I think it's an amazing feeling when you just connect, you you click, right? You click like that and you hit it off. So you maybe you're very sociable and you you can become friends really quickly. The other way to like someone is when they grow on you. Someone grows on you. This is usually means like when you first meet someone, maybe you don't like them or maybe you feel kind of meh, you know, neutral about them. And then over some time, you like them more and more and more. With most of my friends, this is the case where when I first met them, I had no idea we were going to be friends. They were just in my you know, area, in my surroundings, and then we got closer over time. So they grew on me, right? I wonder if this podcast has been the same. You know, when you listen to one episode of this podcast, did you like it? Or was it like, yeah, maybe I'll give it a go. And then I wonder if I've grown on you. And now it's like your habit to listen every week. Let me know if that's true. <laughs> that, that's how it is for me with many podcasts anyway. But what about you guys? So when you meet people, do you tend to hit it off right away? Or do they grow on you over some time? Or do they grow on you? By the way, this phrase to grow on someone, it was pretty much my first ever Instagram post, this expression. I'll always remember I made a picture about it. So if anyone wants to go back and scroll way down to my first post, leave a comment. I will be super surprised that you took the effort to do that. (laughs) We've looked at so much vocabulary already today. Uh, I think I'm going to end with two more words just to maybe make your mind explode a bit more. You know, if it's overloading you, I don't know how many of these are new for you. But two words here. One is humble, this adjective. So it's very difficult to sound humble when you have a podcast every week and you talk about things and you talk to yourself, right? Because I talk to myself every week on the podcast and I end up talking a lot about my opinions and my beliefs and there's no one here to argue with me or give their opinion. So it is difficult to sound humble because I'm always talking about myself, right? And I try not to. But the word humble basically means you are not too boastful. You don't really boast about your accomplishments. If someone said to me, Michael, you're amazing. You're so good. I would say, oh no, come on. I'm not that good. Don't say that. You know, I'm being humble, right? The opposite could be the word egotistical. Egotistical, where you, you love yourself. You always want to talk about yourself. I'm really conscious of not sounding too egotistical because I don't like people who sound like that. So I hope I don't come across that way in some of these episodes where I'm talking about, oh yes, I'm so optimistic. I'm so you know, open-minded. It sounds very egotistical, doesn't it? So I do have a lot of insecurities and weak points. Maybe I just don't mention them so much because I don't want to be too negative on the podcast. But let me know about you. Do you think you are a humble person or are you more egotistical? To be honest, it's a hard question to answer because if you say you're humble, it sounds a bit egotistical, right? Because humble is a good thing. So a humble person will never say that they're humble. It's a tricky one to answer. So maybe you have to get your friend 
to say that you're humble, right? Okay, hope that has confused you enough today. <laughs> Let's say a quick thank you to some reviews on Apple Podcasts. I had one from Abdul Malik 1117 who said, thank you, Mr. Michael, for making learning English so much more fun and easy. Keep going, you're the best. Abdul Malik from Saudi Arabia. Thank you so much to you. That's nice to hear. One more from Saeed, 100182, who said, I arrived to episode 12 and I'm very enjoying learning English with the podcast. Thank you, Mr. Michael, and keep going. Thank you to you. It'd probably be a while until you hear this one. Maybe if you're on episode 12 now, you might hear this episode in two years. So if you're listening in the future, Saeed, then thanks for the review. <laughs> I had two people call me Mr. Michael already. Um, by the way, it sounds quite funny, I would say. So I don't know if this might be like a translation problem. We ne we, in English, we never say Mr. and a first name. Like Mr. Michael sounds quite funny. You know, it's not a big mistake, so don't don't worry. But I would recommend not saying that. It just sounds a little bit funny, like kind of like a joke, you know. Um, if you did want to call me something, you call me Mr. Lavers. But still, I think it's too formal because you know we're not in a classroom. I'm not your professor, right? So you can just call me Michael. Michael is fine, you know. Anyway, thank you to those reviews. Appreciate it. Let's sign off today with one quote from my English with Michael Instagram page. And I may have read this one before. I can't remember, to be honest, my memory is terrible, but I don't think it matters because even if I repeat it, it's nice to remember, right? But this one is, education is the kindling of a flame, not the filling of a vessel. And this is from Socrates. So just to explain this one a bit, kindling of a flame, means the beginning of a fire. The fire is beginning. Filling of a vessel means filling a cup with water, for example. So many people think that education is filling yourself with knowledge. What Socrates is saying is it's not learning knowledge, it's the beginning of a fire. The fire here represents your inspiration to learn. So the purpose of education is to inspire you to want to find out more, rather than filling up your knowledge, filling up your brain with knowledge. That's how I understand it anyway. So I hope that's interesting. Thanks for listening today. Really appreciate it and have a fantastic, amazing week. I'll see you in the next one. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.